Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll saw the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's Menswear, the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, Scott's has a mega brand catalogue featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green, and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at scottsmenswear.com. Now then. How are we doing? Welcome back. It's Monday. It's the RGM Experience Podcast. Let's do this. Hi guys, how are you doing? Welcome to another Monday. My favourite part of the week. New adventures to be had. New things to discuss. We announced it, the biggest guest it happened. Uh, Today's episode is with Sean William Ryder, ladies and gentlemen. Last time I spoke to Sean was a good three years ago when I drove around in my car. He can't remember it, but I didn't really expect him to. Uh, but, uh, uh, but yeah, a steady week this week. Can't really complain again, really. It's all good. How's your week been? Did you get that appointment that you've been after? Did you shift that stuff from under stairs and make a bit of room so you can get that other thing sorted? And did you organise that thing that you were looking to organise and it's been taking all this time about <laughs> oh, life there's still no fizzy water in Morrison's it's been three weeks now we'll have to try somewhere else, I like fizzy water but anyway let's crack on with a new episode of this podcast today's, we are joined by none other than Sean Ryder I went to see Black Grape down at the Ritz recently and it was an eclectic night for, from a crowd perspective. A lot of people in bucket hats and that kind of stuff. We're about 50 year old. Not my cup of tea, then bucket hats. Uh, but Black Grape as a performance, it was outstanding. Honestly, if you're roaming and airing about going to see that band live, because you know, there's a few dead tour dates coming out soon, just crack on and go. You, you will enjoy it. You forget how many great songs Black Grape have got and how good the songs are as well. Really good, really good. And yeah, the, the last Saturday was down at Psych Fest in Manchester as well. Now that is a festival. Bit ram though. I think they've oversold it, to be honest. Everywhere just had really long queues and that kind of stuff. But I, I like using the album to find new music really and it, it gets me out of my comfort zone and I've definitely found loads of new bands that I'm going to invest some time in coming up so for example Pins friends of RGM who watch Pins they were great Loose Articles are my one of my new favourite bands saw them they started in Gorilla they started the day off 
popped over to Yes and watched a band called Mandrake Handshake as well, which I really enjoyed. Just wandering about different venues and just finding different bands. I didn't have a plan to see that one and, you know, just I, I was sick of being in Ritz. Uh, so I thought I'll go for a wander. Popped down to Yes and found another great band. I like. love that. Uh, the favourite band of the old festival was Girl Band, though. Superb. Absolute superb. Check these bands out, guys, you know, and let me know your thoughts on them. See what you think. Absolutely amazing bands. Yeah, great weekend. Uh, and this week I've just been working and stuff and just cracking on with my life. <laughs> yeah, you might have seen the guest of Sean Ryder announced first. And the only place you get things first is on our Twitter page, RGMPod, at RGMPod. We announced Sean on there recently. Uh, the archives are doing well as well. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and you all seem to enjoy the Blinders episode last week. Thanks for the feedback. Um, so yeah, the the podcast version, the video pod version of this podcast is going to be available on YouTube, of course. Um, but it's a bit different this week because we've got Sean Ryder. We have done a feature on RGM at the minute that's got the interview embedded on it. So that is actually live now to see. Um, so you don't have to wait till six o'clock for that. It's ready now on RGM. There's an interview on there. It's got our review of the new Sean Ryder album, so you can have take a look at that. It's got my review, I wrote it, uh, of the review of the Black Grape gig as well, down at the Ritz in Manchester, so that's there to have a look. The archive's going strong, as I mentioned. I got distracted there with news. Um, the episodes that have been going well this week are Rick Witter. That seems to be, you know, people are enjoying that one. Building relationships in the industry, getting a band manager. There's loads of stuff in there. There's loads of, you know... Uh, guests, comedians. They'll always delve into the archives, guys. Thank you. So that's my little update. Titbit. I'll be ready for the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean William Ryder. Yeah, so uh, welcome to a brand new interview with me, Carl Maloney, down um, down in the virtual lounge with none other than Sean William Ryder. How are you doing, mate? You okay? I'm all right, yeah. You're just all right. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, thank yeah. you. I'm all no, right. I'm good. I, I'm good. I, I really yeah. am good. I'm just a bit tired, but I yeah. really, you know, I mean, you know, I've got that, you know, I'm, I'm almost 60, so I can get a little bit Of course you can, mate. Of course you can, mate. Well, yeah, I'm good. I'm very good. Well, the, the last time we had a chat, it was about two years ago, and, and I drove around you, with you in my car. Um, oh. That was me when um, you know, I've interviewed you before. We drove around in my electric car, um, and we had a chat. It was, it was just building up to your um, Black Grape tour that got delayed, oh, and right. it's only just happening now. What? What's the, only just happening now? No, the, the Black Grape tour. It's, you know, because of COVID and everything, it got delayed, didn't it? Oh, so right, yeah. We, we, right. I, we, I was what was when you were talking about the 2017 one when we did, was it 2017 <laughs> when we did the album thing? Yeah. Or was it when the Black Grape album? Voodoo, yeah. What yeah. Was about then? So we drove about in your electric car. Yes. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Well, well I know... Conditioning it. My part of my condition is I just can't remember shit. Well, that that's fine, mate. You know, I, I remember it because you know I've driven about with a legend like Sean Ryder. I won't expect you to remember Carl Maloney from from Sheffield. <laughs> well, 
Well, I know, but I could, I could should be able to remember driving around in your electric car. <laughs> I mean, that's. Uh, well, was it like what's this electric car? I was I looking at? It well, you, we, we kind of got. We started talking about aliens straight away, so I don't know if that. Oh. If that, if it spurred on some kind of like battery power alien vibe, I don't really know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you said yourself earlier. You said yourself earlier, Sean. You were a bit frazzled, but I'm not surprised, mate. You've got a lot on at the minute, aren't you? And we, the, the last time we had a chat was all about the Black Grape Tour and all that kind of stuff, and aliens, and I'm a celebrity, and all that kind of stuff that you've had going on. But so much has happened since then. You've got your solo tour that we're going to come on to. I watched right. you. I watched you down at the Ritz the other night with Black Grape. Um, Gogglebox has taken. Uh, you know, has, has gone massive for you. An author. You've got a book. So three I, I, books. Two books. Two books. Sorry, mate. Go on. Sean Ryder's Mumbo Jumbo. There we go. Well, I'll put... World of Mumbo Jumbo or whatever it's called. (laughs) So how are you finding having all... Juggling all... You mentioned yourself, your memory's not great with your ADHD and everything, but how do you you manage all these different... You know, having Mondays gigs, Black Grape gigs here, you've got your solo album. How are you managing it, mate? Well, I think one one way that I do manage it is that yeah. I just forget about it all. So I don't know that I'm how busy I am. So right, okay. I sort of like feeling active, you know. So uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's you know what, it's still a lot easier now than it was back in the day because yeah. you know huge amounts of drugs aren't involved anymore. So it obviously yeah. makes life a lot easier. So yeah, you know, and, and I, I seem to be at a more Leisure, leisure, can't even say it. Leisure. Leisurely. More, leisurely. Leisure, you say it. Yeah, leisurely. Is it leisure? You're feeling leisurely, more leisurely? leisurely it's easier. Yes, more yeah. leisurely pace now. Yeah. Well, what so, was it about? Yeah. Did the drugs, because I remember seeing a recent interview, you saying the drugs kind of, um, since you've been diagnosed with ADHD, the drugs kind of made you normal back in the day where it didn't, oh, yeah. where drugs had a different yeah. impact. Well, drugs, you know, had, had a different impact on other people in different ways, don't they? Well, when I first started taking a certain drug, mm. yeah, it made me feel like a human being. It made me feel like, uh, you know, mm. I'd just come into the human race and I didn't feel, yeah. you know, like my cock was twisted around the underpants <laughs> and, and stuck up the crack in my ass. You know, it made me feel normal. But uh, as you go on with, with, with drugs and you just and I became a garbage head, which meant, mm. you know, I was eating everything. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it can, and it, I mean, it did get uh, messy and complicated, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I know what you're on about. Yeah, well, it, it it was great to see you live on that stage. I hadn't seen you, the last time I saw you, I think, Happy Mondays at Tramlines in Sheffield live on the stage, but this Friday just gone, it was great to see Black Grape proper on form down at the Ritz in Manchester. And I think your, your relationship and your the chemistry with you and Kermit that night, it, mm. was, it was really nice to see. How, how did you how did you find it in the band? And Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it. Don't get me wrong, right? The Mondays, we're playing better and it is better than ever, mm. right? You know, we're not all great friends, but, mm. you know, when we get on stage, I mean, you know, and, and do what we do, you know, they're playing better than they've ever played. Mm. You know, the band are really are solid, you know. Uh, so, you know, but we've been doing the Mondays now with that band. Mm. You know, the only original member that is missing 
is the keyboard player for the mm. fact that he can't play keyboards. Yeah. Never could. <laughs> right. And still can't. And, <laughs> you know, we tried to bring him with us, yeah. and it didn't work, and he, he left. Yeah. But that band now, I mean, and Dan, who's that musical director, has been musical director in the Mondays all the time, mm. and working with me all the time when... You know, we didn't have the original band back. Uh, yeah. So Dan's been around for 20 years, you know, getting mm. on 20 years. And he plays keyboards. And Dan's also with the, uh, you know, with us in Black Grape. He's also mm. the MD in Black Grape. Well, so the Mondays is great now. It's better than ever. And it's but Like I say, we've we've now done 10 years of that mm. with, with the lineup, and And, you know, since since we put it back together, with our Paul and everything. Mm. I mean, we've done everything. We've done pills and frills. We've done bummed. We've mm. done, you know, bits of squirrel and G-man mixed in with a bummed. Mm. I mean, the only thing, we've done the greatest hits thing twice. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, I think it's time to sort of give the Mondays a rest for a bit, mm. you know, and, and, and while I concentrate on doing more, Sean and I had a solo album, taking yeah. that out on tour mm. and putting as much time into Black Grape. I mean, the thing about Black Grape is, right, you know, it's it's brilliant because it's still fresh. Mm. You know, I mean, we, we did the new album, we've got Colin's new album, the, the, the Pop Voodoo album in 2017. Yeah. You know, so it's compared to how long the Mondays have been going on this time round, you know, it's still new. And, and now, you know, the band... You know, black, black great band and, and, and everything, you know, especially, I mean, we, we do everything. We do the, you know, bits off the second album, the, all the first album and the pop voodoo. So, you know, I, I want to do another month. I want to do another black grape album, mm. you know, so I want to take that on tour. So I just want to concentrate for a, a few years on black grape and SWR, give the movies yeah. a little rest for about five years and then, you know, do it again. It was it was an absolute joy just to see how much banter you still had with Kermit on stage and little, I don't know, little fist bumps here and there and there were little, uh, the, 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 Kermit actually mentioned one thing that I remember from the gig on Friday and I think it was, uh, yeah, yeah, brother. Um, and Kermit said to you, I think we fucking hated each other writing this song. Um, you still, yeah. <laughs> what, what were all that no, about? We did. Yeah. Mean- we did. We wrote it in a in a war in a built-in wardrobe in a house <laughs> in Los Angeles <laughs> while we was like smoking humongous amounts of crack <laughs> and arguing over crumbs, you know. So we, we we nearly killed each other in that wardrobe when we wrote that. Yeah. But what I mean, a tune, though. You know. Hey, oh yeah. What, what hey, a tune, though. You know. You know. Great tunes come out of chaos. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So, just like you know, um, you know, all the projects that you've got, Black Grape. Uh, we're coming on to the solo album. We're going to use that as a big finale, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about with that too, Sean. But uh, Goggle Box, I've been enjoying your Aunt Tally again, mate. Oh, yeah. I mean, Goggle Box is brilliant. I mean, you know, me and Bez, you know, we we we're still best buddies. You know, I keep yeah. saying it, we're in a sexless marriage. You know, it's been going on almost 40 years. Uh, you know, and now we get paid to watch telly, get pissed and, and wow. shout at the telly. You know, the- I mean, I don't have many hobbies, but I do. One of my hobbies <laughs> is shouting at the telly. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, we get weighed on for that now. So it's great. Did you really cry to watch it down? 
Yeah, we did. We were both an acid, weren't we? We were both tripping on black micro And uh, that is a true story, yeah. And wow. we both sat there watching this movie, looking at each other and keep crying. Yeah. Well, it gets dark, though, doesn't it? And all later on with that Black Rabbit thing, when it gets proper, like, evil and that, when it starts taking over. Yeah, no, it's a dark movie, yeah. My missus can't watch that. When it comes around on Easter, we can't watch that thing. I'm not going to get bogged yeah. down. I'm not going to get bogged down with that film. Don't worry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the new album's out, mate. Uh, we reviewed it on RGM recently and we sent it out to all our readers. And I was just... A, a, a couple of highlights from the album for me is Close the Dam. Um, and within the lyrics of the of the tune, you, you know, you talk about, you know, you cut the drugs with some with something nasty. Uh, did yeah. you get, did you have to do a lot of research to write that song, or is that or is that just from back in the day? No, I mean, no. I, 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 really, it's just you know stuff I've sort of like been around, witnessed, or and then made it. You know, mm. you, you know. I mean, my songs really, you know, the. the you know, the stories, you know, so they don't yeah. all have to be uh, real, but there's elements of truth, you suppose, in, in all of them, or similar situations that you've been around, you know. Yeah. But I've been, you know, at a few shit parties with shit drugs, <laughs> you know, and, and fake motherfuckers, you know, with swimming pool parties. Yeah. So, you know, I've been around a few of them. <laughs> I mean, and then there's all sorts, you know, that we just shove in there. I mean, like Sonny was saying, you know, Sonny would say, like, look, it, it, stick some names in. I'm like, what mm. do you mean stick some Like who? He said, don't oh, think of anyone you watched on telly or you're impressed by it. And I'm going like, I think I just read or watched fucking Paul McKenna, you know, <laughs> right. and, and The Wire mentioning Baltimore, you mm. know, and, and then so The Wire, so Baltimore and fucking Paul McKenna end up in there. You know what I mean? And so, <laughs> you know, what the fuck's that about? You know? Do you ever but look back? Just the, the songs and, you know, they're entertaining. They, they they very much are, and it's part of you know the Sean Ryder experience, and it just being um, entertained by your lyrics and your stories. And this album was recorded like about ten years ago, was it? Or it was started, yeah, and it's yeah. it's been in the pipeline for a long time, hasn't it? Before we've the final release. Well, it was it was really finished, and and I came back from LA where mm. we finished it off at Sonny's place, uh, and uh, I came back and went straight into the jungle. Mm. And when I went into the jungle, I was going through, you know, all my legal problems was mm. just coming to an end. That's why I went in it. And then also I was, uh, my management, Elliot Rashman, was getting out of the business again. So when it came out of the jungle, I had different management. Mm. Me, me 14, 12-year legal problem was just coming to an end, mm. or 14 years or whatever it was, was coming to an end. And... Uh, so Elliot, I, I got, got different management, and then the guy who was looking after us then didn't want me to put the album out. He basically wanted yeah. me to build up my profile doing, you know, telly shows, you mm. know. So uh, that's what I did, and and it sort of just got forgot about, you know. I mean, we released a twelve-inch single uh, a few years ago, but and but it really just, you know, it just. I mean, we even released the, you know, the new Black Grape album. So mm. it really did sort of just get put sidelined. And then when we went into lockdown, it was McGee who said, mm. "Why don't you just, you know, dust out, dust off the cobwebs of your album?" So uh, that's what we did. You know, Sonny remastered it. We did a few, you know, we could be recorded a few vocals, changed a few things, and 
And then we've got it out. And that's all I ever wanted with that album, you know. I just wanted it out because I've always thought it was a great album. Uh, and so was Sonny. Mm. We had great, great time making it, you know. And uh, I always just wanted it out. So um, I'm just over the moon now that it's out and it, and it's done all right. Yeah, well, we, we interviewed Alan McGee recently on... Uh, on the magazine and I noticed they were in the balcony for the Black Grape gig the other day so have you still got a tight relationship with him to the day? Alan manages all my music yeah. career Alan mm. does he, you know he, he's got he manages the Mondays mm. he manages Black Grape uh, he looks after me and mm. uh, does all the music stuff so yeah absolutely it's still got a, a, one of the biggest things for me with Alan McGee was just how in touch he is still with grassroots music and he, he knows what's still coming up. He's not that's never left with, with all his successes and all that kind of stuff, and uh, yeah. that's never left him that grassroots Alan part of it. Alan would actually literally die inside <laughs> like a flower that's not been watered yeah. if he wasn't still doing all what he loves. Yeah, you know, which is being involved with, as you say, grassroots. Roots music. Mm. No, it's great. It's great to see it. Great to see it. Another tune I like from the album, Sean, was straightening me up. I've got like a, a bit like a, a Rolling Stonesy type of vibe, quite bluesy. Right. Uh, a different right. vibe to that one. Um, so tell me a little bit about that that particular tune. Well, it's not my favourite track. Is it not? At all. In fact, it's my least favourite. Is it? Track. Wow. For me, okay. it's the most conventional, really. Right. You know, it reminds me, you know, and it's good, you know. It's, it's, we're it's, selling your album, by the way, mate. What? <laughs> we're selling your album here as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I, I, yeah, I know. You know. It's like my favourites, you know, mumbo jumbo, put the kettle on, electric yeah. scale, all yeah. the stuff that's a bit, you know, ooh, you know yeah. just not straighty, forwardy, you know, rock and roll. I mean, yeah. and, and, that, and that's, you know, that is one of them tracks that, you know, it, it's it's on there because maybe there's a lot. Of, maybe there's a there's a lot of people that only like that track on the album. Yeah. You know, because that's the way some people are. But you know, like I say, it's a good song. It's great. It's, you know, I enjoy it, and, and it'd be good playing it live. But I've got to be honest, it's my least favorite. Yeah. Track. Well, you you're not. They're all not. When, when you write an album, I like and... the weird shit. Right. You know? Okay. Good, good. Well, we're gonna we're gonna play Mumbo Jumbo the video after this interview as well, so people get to see that song because that, that that was one of my favourites and it's been sent over to us as well. So stay tuned to the end of the interview, ladies and gentlemen, because we're gonna play your Mumbo Jumbo and you can watch the video oh, and it's I've got great. To say this, I don't think it's weird, you know. It's <laughs> pop music, but it's okay. out, sort of a lot of other people, are, you know. So yeah. I mean, that was one of the things that we got when we first put the album about ten years ago. It was like. You know, we'd send it for people in the in the business and you, you record bosses. I mean, oh, that's something <laughs> What's that? What's that? That's... <laughs> it's like, you know, well, we are doing something a bit fucking different. Yeah. You know. But looking anyway. back on look, look, looking back on the recording process, because it's been around in the world for, well, around in your, you know, repertoire for a bit before it got released, do you, do you look at it and still think, is, is there anything you change about the album? Does it... No, no, no. Do you ever look no, back on anything no. like that and think, oh, I could have done this a bit different? Well, that's it. We did because, mm. you know, we had 10 years. Yeah. Sonny as well. Sonny had 10 years to just, like, listen mm. and listen and listen. And, and, you know, and so, you know, it's we've got it, what what we're happy with. Mm. Right. You know, which, which is really hard to do for me. 
<laughs> Could you remember some of the songs that you'd written from like 10 years ago? Yeah, they're all on the album. No, I mean, like, coming back to it before you released it and before you're going on tour with it and everything. Do you have to kind of like, as a band, like get back together and remember, you know, the structure of the songs and all that kind of stuff with them being? Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, do you know what? I don't really go into rehearsals, right? right. You know, I mean, especially Black Grape, right? The band and the Mondays, really. I mean, the Mondays stuff, I've been playing it. I mean, you know, okay. I have to read an auto cue through lyrics. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's again, you know, there's lots. I mean, it's like I've always said, well, you know, an author of a book won't walk up on stage and just fucking talk through his book. No chance. You don't expect somebody to walk on stage, you know, doing a book and, you know, and just speak speak that book without the fucking, you know, without reading it. Yeah. Well, you know, you're writing songs and you wrote fucking hundreds of them. So, mm. You know, I mean, and, and also with my ADHD anyway, I mean, before we had all cues years ago, you know, I'd go on and, and I'd start off with the second verse. Yeah. You know, and have the rest of the band going, what are you fucking doing? Because <laughs> that's just part now we know, part of the condition on how I get things yeah. muddled up. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just have to sort of hear the music and then as soon as I as soon as I hear the music mm. and, and I've, I've got the lyrics there on auto cue, uh, I don't have any any problem in in you know remembering yeah. me uh, me uh, ingrained in <laughs> So you're an author now, Sean, as well. You've got you've got this solo album coming out, and you've got two books coming out. So you're keeping yourself yeah. busy, mate. So tell us about the first one, then Mumbo Jumbo. Tell us a little bit about what it is. Well, Mumbo Jumbo, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a bit of a coffee table book, really. Mm. That is wrote by fans and people who uh, who've met me and mm. know me or work with me. So they've all contributed their stories to this book. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's really weird as well how people remember things, you know. I mean, well, it's not weird. I mean, people remember things their way. You remember things your way, yeah. so uh, you know. Certainly, uh, there's certainly a few sort of bits in that book that I have to pick people up on. I mean, some of the like stuff what? Go on. What? Like what? Go on. Give us an example. Well, okay, right. It didn't actually make the book because I wouldn't like put in. <laughs> but you got Oki going, telling his story of how he'd go to Tony. Will he be there? You know, going to see Tony. And you'd, I'd be there saying, get rid of beds from the fucking band. And he's, <laughs> why is he getting paid the same as us? And mm. this and that. Well, do you know what? It's like, well, that is just, yeah, that did happen, but not with me. I mean, mm. I was the one that brought Bez into the band. I was the one that fucking argued for Bez's wages. I was the one that, when the fucking band ended, that we didn't want to end, that me and Bez went around together mm. and asked the rest of the band members not to split up the band. You know, but the rest of him was at Tony Wilson's fucking office every day. You know, why is Bez in the band? Get rid of him. Why is he getting paid things? Mm-hmm. Why has he got a mortgage? You know, and all that sort of thing. And saying, well, yeah, that, that's true what Lucky heard, but that wasn't me. And it doesn't <laughs> even make sense it being me. No. You know, <laughs> you know, why did say, you know, and straight away I brought him into the fucking black grape. You know, so, yeah, okay, you are right on hearing that, but it wasn't fucking me. That was our kid. Paul Davis and Gaz Whelan, and it came and came out of their mouths every day of the fucking week. So there were bits in that. I thought, you know what? I'm not having that. In it. <laughs> and then these other dickheads that have wrote bits in it. I thought, fuck that. That's not going in. Like it was my book. One, one more you example, know. then, Sean. I'm loving it. 
Which one? No, which no, which, which I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay, fair I'll enough. But Ugi is right on, on what he's saying, but it wasn't me booking it, if you ever see this fucking interview. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I bet I'm so hard to fucking bed. And, you know, uh, anyway. Yeah, fair enough. But, I'd love to be a fly on the wall was, in the factory days. to the fucking band. Right. You know, because he looked good. And he was great looking on videos. And he was my mate. <laughs> I'm leaving it for you. Have you any more on that, Sean? Are you... you... No, that's it. Is that out, out, out your system now, mate? Are we good? Yeah, I'm ramping on now. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. And the, 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 tell us about this other book then, because I wasn't aware of the second book as well. Tell us about this one. Well, the second book's out now. The second book's... Right. No, it's not. The first book's out. Mumbo Jumbo. Yeah. And that's just come out. But the main the, the book, the, the one, you know, that I've, I've, I've got to do on fucking bookstore visits on and everything... Is how to be a rock star, which right. is sort of again, it's like the Peter Crouch one, how to be uh, a football player sort mm. of thing, you know, uh, and and that again is done with my uh, my sort of ghost writing partner Luke Bainbridge. Mm. Right. Luke's the one who worked on the autobiography with me, so uh, yeah. So there's a few things on that, right? Because I'm not a fucking one of the fact. One of the things that I find really difficult to do because of my ADHD mm. is read books. I can read, but one I can't fucking remember what's gone on three lines before. I can't. Because straight away it's gone out my head. Mm. I'll read the same lines over and over and over again. You know, and I have to put my finger on it. So I find it very difficult to to read books. It's like I'm all right, you know, reading newspapers that that you know and, and things and yeah. but, you know, sort of you know, I find it really difficult. So I'm you know I uh, I sort of tend to not read them correctly books and then I've just had to do uh the audio book. Right. So I'm finding bits in this fucking book that I was absolutely not aware of. <laughs> Let's just say that. So I've, I've fucking said to Luke, will you stop taking the fucking piss out of people, slagging them off, and then using my fucking name? Oh, so, <laughs> so you're saying it with Luke that said it, not you? Absolutely. Right, yeah. I've grown up. And how how do you be a rock star? What's the what's like the top thing that you should do to be a rock star? Well, here's the thing, right? In the book, I, like I say, I've just spent you know three fucking weeks or whatever it is on reading it on the auto book, yeah. and I can't really remember what I've read. Yeah, I really can't. Yeah, you know, it's gone in while I'm there, and it's there. But now I really can't, and I'm not shitting you. Re- remember? Yeah, you know. If I'd have listened to the auto book, I would remember some of it. I, I like I like buying books, but I can't read them. I always buy the local Manchester ones. Now I'm living in here to try and get better, you know, history behind me. Well, but most I, of them are a load of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't compete with that, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I buy stuff because I, I don't know. They, they just they look nice in a certain place in your house, don't yeah. they? But but then I can't. I can't read them because I, one, I don't have a lot of time to read really, and I, I don't remember them when I do read them anyway. So what's the point? Oh, you might have a bit of a condition going. I might. On. I might have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I do. I mean, I do 
you know, I mean, on my iPad, I've got all my newspapers mm. and all the st- stuff that I, I, I find it easier to read off iPad and magazines mm. and stuff and sure. articles. Uh, and, and articles are a lot shorter and more compact. Yeah. So they sort of just hit me and that. And yeah, and then you've got it. Stay in a bit. Yeah. Well, Sean, I, I appreciate it. I've overrun a little bit. I'm sorry for just overrunning by five minutes or so for this interview. Are you, right? are you okay? Uh, I just wanted to yeah. thank you for your time, mate. You know, I'm going to put links to your two books on this interview. I'm playing Mumbo Jumbo straight after this video so people can enjoy it. I'll put the link to the new album. Um, if you, you know, I'd recommend you go and see Black Grape as well. I went down on Friday down at the Ritz and it was class. It was just, you know, everybody were enjoying themselves. You're a national treasure, mate. Do you realise that? Well, I mean, you know what? It's better than being called a cunt. <laughs> That's the quote for the for the interview. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I've, what I've always liked about you, Sean, is you've always told it how it is. You don't give a shit. You shoot from the hip. Uh, your backlog uh, is is what it is. It's credible and it's an amazing backlog and amazing history you've had in music. There's not a lot of people around the music industry that are, that are like you, Sean. And I just wanted to thank you for you know everything you you know for this time today for interviewing being a part of the interview and I just really appreciate your time mate thank you oh thank you thanks for uh, thanks for having us thank you Sean Ryder for joining us on the podcast what an amazing guest <laughs> the story about you know Tony Wilson wanting to sack Bez from the band and Hooky getting involved in the conversation and him putting the world to rights love Sean Ryder love everything about the guy you, you, you'll, you'll have told by the interview my tone and how I was because a bit of a fanboy but don't care I think he's great there should be more people in this music industry than like Sean people that tell it how it is and they've got charm to go with it yeah nice well thanks for tuning in guys next week we're going to be joined by those scamps, the cover sets. Oh, yes. So, yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, it's the biggest one to date and the biggest guest, I think. That's no by no means, you know, saying that the other guests that we've had on this, this series have been anything less. They're all great. My conversations, I'm, I think I'm getting better at them. I'm trying. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends, share. Pop the link to the podcast into a few friends' WhatsApp groups. Tell people about it. What are you going to lose? There's loads of space and availability for band uh, submissions on RGM as well, guys. It's been a slower week for those. So all that means is that we've got loads of capacity to help and support your next release through RGM. So yeah, thanks again, for, thanks again for your time. It's very much appreciated. I'm going to see you next week with a cover set, so I'm looking forward to um, sharing my interview that I did with the lads. Thank you. Speak soon. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's Menswear, the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, 
Scott's has a mega brand catalogue featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green, and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at scottsmenswear.com. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe, tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support and we'll see you next week.